0: Thanks for tuning in. This is Conversations with Breezy. Let's have a chat. I am your host, Steffi Breezy. Hello, 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 Facebook and Podcast World. Yes, I am doing a live podcast on Facebook. So if you hear me talking to people who are not really in front of me, it's because they are really in front of me, but just on my screen. Anywho, so this week, we're going to talk about fitness. Um, I had debated on talking about this topic. Really, reason being uh, is because um, most of the people on my podcast don't know what I look like, um, but the people who are on my Facebook live, they do know what I look like. So you've seen fitness transformations from me being um, really big to really small, and my really big is not your really big. So don't worry about when I say really big, okay? My really big is different from yours and everybody's really big is different from everybody else's. Don't judge. So my really big was 240 pounds. Uh, but before we get into all of that, we're going to go back into my weekend. This weekend I did a bomb photo shoot. When I mean it was so bomb. Um, the people were bomb. All of that. Um, I had my girl Shayla, had my girl Erica and my homie um, cheat meal poppy, so we gonna call him, but his real name is Eddie. Okay, because <laughs> I was able to feed them and just like you know hang out. Um, I did makeup forever, <laughs> like literally, I was doing makeup all day. Um, I did hair. Um, I did their makeup, and then we did a photo shoot, and it was so nice, but so so cold. Okay, we were on a bridge, and Jesus Lord, Whew, we're freezing um, we were freezing. Let's just say that. Okay. Um, but it was so much fun. I'm glad that, um, they were able to participate in the shoot. I'm glad that they were even able to, um, you know, just help me out with revamping my site because, um, it needs a facelift and I didn't know where to like get my idea or inspiration. And they kind of threw out ideas and, Mm. you know, gave me tips and tricks and all the other stuff. So I really appreciate them for, um, being available Um, helping me out and really, you know, stepping up and being the friends I needed them to be. So that's that. Um, The other thing that um, I did was um, just work, (laughs) prepare and uh, freak out before the photo shoot, because that's what I do. But um, it is 1111, so happy Veterans Day to all of the veterans who are on my podcast, who are on my Facebook Live. Um, If you are a veteran, I salute you. Give me some hearts. Give me some likes. I really appreciate you for being there. I am a military brat, you know what I'm saying? So um, I have been all over the place. I have lived all over the place. Um, My sister wasn't born in Germany, matter of fact. So I've lived everywhere. Um, and it's an interesting, like, you know, life to have being a military brat. Um, you think military brats are like um just like you know, like stuck up or I don't know, I don't know what the stigma is behind military brats. Let me just say that. I will say that because I'm a military brat, um, and I've lived a lot of places, um, the thing about being a military brat is that I don't take a lot of excuses because in the military, they don't offer a lot of excuses to the people who are in the military. As a matter of fact, and I don't know if my mom's going to be you know mad that I told this story, but they didn't, she didn't even tell them that she had a kid. And if you're a parent, you have to tell you know the Army that you have a kid. She didn't even tell them that she had a kid. She just went and joined. You know what I'm saying? Because she wants to do something, have a better life for me, which I appreciate because... I mean, shoot. If you were in, if you know what what the um, benefits are of being in the military, you'd take them up on the offer too. Okay. Um, I did get offered to be in the military. I really wanted to join the Navy. Um, I think because I had to go away for boot camp or um, what is it? It's not boot camp. It's um, uh their training you know the 9 week training i just was freaking out and i had a newborn and i didn't want to do all that i was not about that life um i could have been about that life but i was not about that life so i just didn't take anybody up on it i just left it alone um so that's that um so that's what i did this weekend i got ready for this photo shoot and i um didn't do much of anything else it's got it's got kind of cold. it snowed today this snow was thick and then I still had to work out um actually on Friday I did celebrate my um, foster mom's birthday. She passed in 2008 so um, me um, and my sisters went out and we celebrated her birthday um, had some drinks ate some food which brings me to today. Okay, today I was about to pass out in this gym, Jesus. And I do have a quote for y'all for this doggone fitness journey. Let me tell you what this quote says, okay? Because I looked one up, okay? This is what the quote is. Because I tell everybody this quote, or not even this quote, but I say this all the time about fitness, okay? So the quote is by, I think this is Arnold Schwarzenegger, if he said this. He said you can have results or excuses, but not both. Ain't that the truth? And I think that applies in a lot of different areas. It's not just fitness. Every area, you can have results or excuses, but you can't have both. Now, when it comes to this fitness podcast that I'm going to talk about, um it really applies there. Um I get so many questions about fitness and it's, I love answering them. I love talking about them. Um, I like taking advice from other people. I love all of that. What I don't like is excuses, excuses, excuses. I get all the excuses in the world. My knee about to go out. My kid is this, this and that. I ain't got time. That's the biggest excuse I hear all the time. I don't have time. If you knew the schedules of people who are in the fitness world, especially like bodybuilders, your excuse is invalid and I do not even want to hear it. Like I, I don't have time. What? What time? Everybody's given 24 hours in a day. What time are you talking about? Everybody. You have 6 a.m. for a workout, 4 a.m. for a workout. You have 9 p.m. for a workout. And if you're like me, I stay up late. I'll go to the gym at like seven o'clock and get out of the gym at like 10 o'clock. I hate excuses when it comes to working out. I hate excuses when it comes to eating right. Everybody's excuse gets on my last nerves. So when I really take something super serious, I don't have time to listen to your excuses. That comes that applies to school for me, and that also applies to the fitness world. So this quote really hit me. Like, I'm like, okay, I can, I can speak to that. You can have results or excuses, but you can't have both. Here are some things that I get questions about all the time. Do you have to change how you eat to get the results that you got? Now, I think it's a dumb question, but I'm going to go back to how one of my professors in school said when they said that there is no such thing as a dumb question. Yes, there is. (laughs) I mean, why do you think that you can eat McDonald's every day and just work out? Unless you're bulking, that's a difference. You know, a different story. If you're bulking, trying to put on a lot of massive weight and you just want to eat bad. And no, there's no way you can eat a horrible diet and get the results you want. There is not an absolute, infinite possible way that you can ever do so. And when I hear people do stuff or say anything like that, I'm just like, why do you, why are you asking me, why are you asking me that question? Um, And I say that because it's, it's a, it's a very valid question, but it's also a, a, a common sense question. Why wouldn't you want to change the way you eat to get the results that you want? Now, if I break it down in a book form, if you didn't know how vegetables, fruits, starches, Um, protein and fats affect your muscles affect your body skin and anything like that then I can say okay now you you actually don't understand how this fitness thing works you really just don't and maybe that's where people are getting misconstrued and confused I think that the technical side so when I say something like okay I don't count calories I count macros does anybody really understand that like if you understand that, say not say because you can't say nothing to me right now. But put a thumbs up if you if you understand that I that when I say okay, I count calories not I mean I count macros not calories. Then put a, a thumbs up. If you understand when I say what what macros are, put a heart. If you don't understand any of that, put a, a, a oh my gosh face or just I don't know because <laughs> I think that's where people get confused. So. I'm gonna break down as much as I can for my fitness goals, um, fitness journey, um where I've been in life period. So um, I've always been skinny. I was always skinny. My upper body's still skinny. Um, if you've ever seen me, I've, I've been pretty top skinny. Um, my bottom has always been bottom heavy. Even when I was like 13, 14, 11, I've always been bottom heavy. I've never been super skinny at the bottom. If you ask anybody I went to high school with, I walked like I had a stank butt all the time. But I've always been bottom heavy, always. Um, And it's not like really big bottom heavy. Um, It got bigger as I got older. And then after I had a baby, it spread. So that's just that. Um, But the heaviest I got was 200 and almost 240 pounds. Um and I think for a while I just thought I was super thick, you know. You got this whole thing. Oh, I'm super thick. Like yes, like I'm super thick. And now I was like, oh, I'm just super fat. <laughs> I put on a pair of pants and I was in New York. Um, and it was a size 20, and I was like, oh no, it's got to change. This really has to change. So after that happened, I literally, you know, went to. Talk to different friends, family, figure to figure out, like, you know, how can I get this weight off? Um, and me and my homegirls at the time, we would try to get up at four o'clock in the morning to go work out. That didn't work. Um, some of the times it would just be me and one girl or me and both the girls. And then I remember one day my dad was, uh, my dad, who was um, a pretty lean guy, he runs my sister also. She was in track in high school. Um, she's an, uh, a runner as well. So those things, Though the fitness was really big for them. So um they both were really lean. My dad asked me, he was like, So you know I seen you got, you know, I mean, I went to New York and I was he everybody saw it. Like I got big. So he was like, you know, are you trying to lose the weight or is your friends trying to lose the weight? And I'm like, you know what? He right. He right. I you know, I'm I'm big, but I'm gonna get it together. So I literally, um started going to the gym by myself. I wouldn't call them no more. I just stopped calling because I couldn't have them hold me accountable if if they didn't hold themselves accountable. And that's where my no excuse type of thing stopped. Um, I have limitations when it comes to like eating right. Um, I don't like milk. Um, I don't drink milk. Um, but I do sometimes partake in some milk products. I know I can't eat a lot of milk things because it's going to affect my body in a negative way. Too much lactose, too much milk will make me bloat. I don't want to be bloated, so I, don't, I stay away from too much lactose and too much milk products, um, cheese, um, d- like any dairy at all. Like I literally like really minimize it as much as I possibly can. Um, so that's the first thing I realized about myself. Um, I used to break out. I don't think anybody really understood. Um, If you knew me back about mm, 2015, 14, 13, my cheeks broke out so bad. My aunt was in the car with me. She was like, what is going on with your face? And I was like, I don't know. It's just breaking out. I don't know. So that also triggered me wanting to eat right and eat better. If you're looking at me right now, baby, this smoothness did not get here on its own, but you do see the scars. Like the scars from, like you know, the um the acne uh, over time. Um, My right side is worse, and I think it's because I sleep on this side. So if you see this side, it's the worst side of the two. But hey, who knows? You know, go figure. So, um, I actually ended up, um, um, what did I do? Oh, I ended up uh, joining the gym, going every day. I ended up losing about 30 pounds in three months, about 30 pounds, maybe a little bit more. Um, I met a young, wonderful young lady by the name of Brenda Lilly. And we had like a fitness lo- little challenge for three months. And the first month, this other girl won. And then the next two months after that, two other girls, uh, one girl, she kept winning. I was like, I need to know what you're doing because how you drop 11 pounds one month, 12 pounds another month. I need to be in on this, and then if you don't know, I joined Herbalife. Um, Herbalife has saved my life. Please believe it. Don't ever let it fool you. I still love Herbalife to the day I die. I will never downplay or downtalk a product that I used because that product probably really helped me, unless it broke me out. But I love Herbalife to say to the to the world blows. Um, I currently don't have a lot of Herbalife products. I'm using. I use their joint support. Prolessa Duo, their shakes, um, their tea, all of, I mean, all their products really, really help. They did really help so much. Um, And I lost about 50 pounds with Herbalife. Man, that was the best 30th birthday present I could give to myself because I literally went from 240 pounds to under 200 in about mm, maybe um, six months. And then I put that weight back on because shoot, you literally, um, and Shayla, don't go nowhere because I'm about to put you on live. Don't go nowhere. Bye-bye. I love you. Um, uh, I literally um what did I do? I ended up um gaining some of that weight back because you know, you get I get, you know, you get you get proud. Like, yeah, I lost all this weight and what? Uh-huh. And you get kind of cocky, and I gained like 30 pounds back. <laughs> So then I went and re lost the weight. And my goal was to get from, I guess, like, what, 215 to 175. My 30th birthday present to myself was 173, literally hitting it two days before my birthday. And I was ecstatic. And I'll post those pictures um, on my Steffi Breezy page, not this page, okay? Um, Or I'll post them on both. I don't care. I'll share them on both, however it is. I'll share them. But literally, that was a tremendous um, feat for me. Like, I literally was so happy. So tips and tricks that I've learned um, about just doing this whole fitness thing. One, I don't count calories at all. (laughs) I don't count calories. Um, I might count the um, calories that I need to um, burn off. But I don't count the calories that I need to to eat. So if my thing says, oh, you need to eat 1,500 calories today, I'm not counting that. I'm just letting you know. I'm not counting that. But if I burn 1,800 calories and I did eat 1,500 calories for the day, I know that there's a a deficit of 300 calories, meaning that I'm going to probably get closer to losing weight than I am to gaining weight. Does that make any sense? I hope it does, because that's what it really means. <laughs> um, I count the carbs I eat. Um, I count the protein I take. Um, I finally hit a protein goal for once in my life because I followed a, my meal plan to the T. Um, it's so hard to throw down five meals for a day, especially when you're trying to lose weight. Um, I make the meals as small as I can, but i also be hungry. <laughs> And I'm being real. I'll be hungry. So I'm hungry, trying to eat the food. And then at the same time, I can't eat too much food, but you got to still hit your goals. You know how hard that is? That's hard. And that's more advanced. If you're just trying to start off simple, I think that if you are... um uh, if you are not familiar with any of this, because I definitely talked to like a trainer about this today. If, you're, aren't, if you aren't familiar with any of what I'm currently talking about, the best, I feel like, and I'm not downplaying Herbalife, Herbalife is like the best thing for you to start on because you get something that's so simple. Um, it's hard to F it up. Like really it is. You take two shakes, you have one meal, and two to three snacks and drink some water you can't F that up by no means. <laughs> you can pre-make your shakes, freeze it. You can make your shakes anywhere, literally. And I think that's the beauty of like certain com- certain companies like that. There's other companies. Um, I don't know who they are. I mean, I do, but it's not my platform to talk about them because I support one platform. But there are many other companies that you could do that with. There are plenty of them. I just know what worked for me. And Herbalife was a meal replacement company that, uh, well, a nutrition company, I'm sorry, that um, offers meal replacement replacement options as well as things for like active energy and healthy energy that worked for me. So it's a little bit of a plug, but I'm not forcing anybody, Herbalife on anybody. What works for you works for you. If you're not using Herbalife and using, um, I think what I've, heard, I've seen, Ayaso tea. Um, people say, oh, the the shakes are chalky. Protein is chalky. It's going to always be chalky. Always. So if a shake has protein in it, it might have a little bit of chalkiness to it because protein is not sweet tasting. Okay. Unless it's cassian or whey, you know, that's different. It might be a little bit different. It also depends on how you blend it. Today I blended my shake and I think I over whipped it. And because I over whipped it, it literally was like a milkshake. It tasted so good, too. <laughs> but that's just the difference. Um, the next thing was um trying to put on muscle. So after I lost the fifty pounds, um I got to my goal weight. My thirtieth birthday looked fly as ever, okay? I got into a medium jumpsuit from birthday. I was all looking fine and dandy, you know what I'm saying. I looked really good. Um. And then I worried about putting on muscle. Um, I started really getting to lifting heavier um and lifting weights in general. Um, with my home girl Raina Angelique. If you're on here or if you're actually if you ever get tagged in this one, I'm gonna tag you on on the the uh, actual comments. But um I I definitely um started lifting with her. Um first thing I started doing was deadlifting with her. Um, I did actually have a trainer towards the end of my um my three or four months before my uh, 30th birthday. Um, also, I also started trying to also think about competing. And that's what kind of made me more and more into the fitness world. Like I wanted to compete. And originally um, I was going to do a, a figure, but I found that you had to take like a year to build up to be even be figure status because you have to eat so much. You have to put on so much muscle. And I was like, I ain't not want to be that bulky. So I didn't do it. But bikini is like a great way to start. If you're trying to get really small, bikini would have been the best option for me at that time. I just didn't want to be that small. Um, and I do know some very awesome bikini bodybuilders and they look great. Um, personally, um, the um, the uh, next thing that I did was started lifting, to, lifting weights. I started um, putting on more weight. As far as muscle. And it was hard for me because I was doing it wrong. I was still gaining. um, I was still gaining. um, Whoa. That's my meal and my uh, snack alarm. That's another thing I did, too. It's so many technicalities of things you can do to actually put on weight and to lose weight. One of the things I did was set alarms to when to eat, when to drink water. um, And then also I have a workout alarm. My alarm used to be at 6 a.m. in the morning. I changed it to 6.30 at night because I have way more energy at night than I do in the morning. And I kept trying to keep up with people who are up at like 3 and 4 in the morning. That's just not me. Um, I'm up at night. If you notice, we are doing this podcast at 8.30 at night. I am a night person. I can be up to like 2 o'clock in the morning and get back up at 8 o'clock. That's just how my body personally works. I think better at night. (laughs) I don't like being up really early in the morning. So when I did those 4 a.m.s, I was working a job that was 9 to 5. I work a job that's 10 to 6 now. So I'm still up, but just not as up like that early. Um, But anyways, and it could change if I started going to bed on time. So I, I get it. Um, But I went and started putting on more muscle, eating better um, or trying to eat more protein per se. So I started trying to eat more and more protein. uh, And then I started getting to more of a um, holistic type life, quote unquote. I say quote unquote because the only reason I stopped eating a lot of meat. Um, initially was because I remember when I first moved into my apartment and I didn't have a lot of money to buy some groceries, just me being transparent. But what I did have was enough money to buy. They had a sale going on over here at, um, at, at the store. Wings were 49 cents or not wings, but like chicken was 49 cents a pound. So I'm buying like, I'm buying a lot of chicken, you know what I'm saying? So much chicken. And then somebody made a comment like, you better be careful because, <laughs> That chicken might be uh, really old because they might have had it in the freezer so long and it might be freezer burning and they are selling it to you. Baby, when I heard that and I was cooking some chicken with some dumpling, I made some stewed chicken. If you're you're Caribbean, you understand what stewed chicken is. With some dumpling. Oh, I tossed it so quick. I was like, it (laughs) stank. It don't even smell right. I threw the whole pot of chicken away, and then all the chicken in the freezer threw that away, went to the trash, threw it all away, got rid of it, and then I did Meatless March and Meatless March, and I was like, I'm done with with meat, and I stopped eating meat for a month to see how I could do without it. Found a lot of substitute with um meat, and then went from there. Uh, what else with us? Really quickly, um, so from that point on, I stopped eating meat. I actually was a pescatarian for about almost two years. Um I say almost because it would have been 2 years this year. Um I recently started back eating chicken because it's so expensive to eat fish alone and I say fish alone because I can't eat shellfish. I'm allergic to shellfish. So I had to find another way to get more protein into my diet and and still keep low fat content and all of us it's just so hard and so technical that I went back to chicken but I do only eat lean chicken and I missed wings so much that I went back to wings. So I'll get like lean ground chicken. I'll get lean ground turkey now. um, And I do eat fish. Salmon is really expensive, um, especially wild caught salmon, because they're starting to make GMO salmon. And I refuse, refuse, refuse to have GMO salmon. So I literally make sure that I'm getting um, like really good food for my body. So I am back eating chicken. I'm back eating turkey. Um, Not a whole bunch, but as much as I possibly can. Um, And then I worked on putting on some more muscles and, you know, other things like that. So I say all that to say that this is how I ended up being really lean now. Now, the part of what I'm working on for me is actually um, getting my stomach down. And for women, that's going to be way harder. For women, it's much harder to get your stomach down than it is for men. Reason being is because we have hormonal issues. We all have our hormones going all over the place. Um, we hold on to sugar a lot, especially in our midsection. It's so hard to lose. Um, I'll The questions I'll get about losing your stomach. Are you ready for this? Here's the question I get. What type of workouts can I do to lose my stomach? Can anybody answer that for me? None. You can't do any workouts to lose your stomach. Reason being is because losing your stomach comes from eating right. If you don't eat right, your stomach is not going to go down. Try this for a week. Don't have any sugar and see how much you pee for the week. And I'm telling you this because I've tried it. Um, If you're addicted to sugar, um, if you eat too much sugar, You will piss, excuse my French, so much more the minute you let it go because your body's craving for some more sugar. It's trying to find it and you're going to use the bathroom because it's going to get rid of all that water weight that the sugar is holding onto your your body. Now, this is stuff I know from just observing my body, observing other women who try to do this, as well as um, like knowledge of reading on all this. Another way that you're going to find out if you're holding up too much much, um, sugar or water weight in your stomach is the amount of carbs you eat. For most women, we love us some bread. And it's men too, but women, we will eat bread all day. Bagel in the morning, rice at night. And if you're Caribbean, you're eating, eating rice all the time, okay? But that's unburned energy, Carbs are meant to be fuel to fuel energy. So you have to burn it off. So for example, I'm in the challenge right now. In the challenge, we have low carb days and we have high carb days. Today was a low carb day, but I made it a high carb day because I did a workout that I exerted about um, 1800 calories that I burned off. So I have to refuel myself or I'm going to be in a deficit in general. I mean, I'll lose weight. In the right way, but I still am not losing enough. I'm not gaining enough um, energy. I'll be so depleted of energy that I need to eat more food. So, it's the carbs are supposed to be there to help fuel you, Um, not over full you. That's a really good one. I think I might steal that. It's fuel, not over full. Oh, looking good with me and my quotes. Me and my quotes are doing so well. Oh, my goodness. Yes. So, that's what carbs are for. Um, protein. Protein builds your muscle. Protein builds all the muscles in the body. Okay. It helps the muscles, feeds them. Um, sometimes it also helps restore them, but it just depends on how you're, you know, restoring those muscles. Um, or restoring the muscles that you've, you know, overworked or yet you've worked. So for me, um, I typically um I typically uh make sure I try to eat about want to say a hundred grams of protein a day. Um, on a high carb day, I still try to get, you know, enough protein in on a low carb day. So yeah. So I left off at the part of where, um, what protein does for your body, what carbs do for your body, what fats do for your body. And then also, um, yeah. So I, I started playing with weightlifting, And when I started playing with weightlifting, that actually curved my body so much that I fell in love with it. um, And I really actually enjoyed it so much that I wanted to, like, really um, damn near compete in, like, powerlifting. Um, I don't pursue that anymore. Reason being is because um, I injured myself too harshly doing, like, when you take a long break and not doing, like, a ton of weightlifting, you can injure yourself in a really bad way. So my injuries, are consist of a lot of neck, back, and, um, knee injuries. Um, as a kid, I carried the heaviest book bag (laughs) and it's so weird to say that, but I carried the heaviest book bag, number one. And number two, um, I, the heaviest I've ever squat was 200 pounds. Um, I tried to get to 225, but that takes a lot of Building on the leg. And I think I went into it so quickly that I've scared myself off of doing it. Not saying it's not possible. And I'm not scared to the point where I will never try it again. I'm scared to the point where I think I'm going to rupture something in my knee, really damage my knee, and have a long term uh, injury as opposed to a short term injury. So that's the only reason why I've ever, never tried it again. Um, I do plan on trying it again, but I need to. Make an doc- appointment to the doctor, see what's going on with my knee. If it's something that can be fixed with just like healing. Um, I actually don't go to the doctor as frequent as far as like body stuff because I like to use um, a lot of uh, holistic things So, or even taking vitamins. I know that if I overdo my vitamins, I'm, I'll be good. So I'll take like all the vitamins in the world. I'll take your collagen, your multivitamin, your hair, skin, and nail vitamin, your echinacea, ashwagandha. Um, uh, all these different vitamins. There's so many, promise you. So um, that's the only thing with uh, with uh, squatting why I won't squat heavy anymore. Now, when it comes to deadlifting though, your girl got to three fifteen. Now I tried three thirty five, and uh, I don't know what it is with the hormones or with the uh, muscles in your body, but I literally almost peed on myself, so I couldn't get to three thirty five. I couldn't hold that muscle so tight. Where it would like let me lift up. So your girl just put the bar down and left it there. Um, I will try it again. Um, I just need to get back in the groove of things. I have to start like you know strengthening those muscles, and muscles take time to strengthen. Um, Like I said, I'm in the middle of a challenge right now, which is teaching me a lot more flexibility, getting my muscles to stretch um, and do things that it never has done before. Um, I really love the physical growth of. Muscle building. Uh, my arms look amazing. Okay, these arms have taken quite a time to build. These shoulders, this back. I'm just saying, you know, this wasn't easy. It was not easy. Okay, so that's just that's, that's just that. um, Yeah, but here are the things I get questions about as far as with working out. What workouts do you do? How do you eat right? Um, how much water do I need to drink? Now I can answer that one, answer that one with ease and also um, without being um, sarcastic. Because the other two, I'll a- answer sarcastically. But the water one, most people don't know that you need to drink at least sixty-four ounces of water a day. At least sixty-four. Sixty-four ounces is eight ounces of water, eight times a day. Eight ounces of water is one cup. One cup of water, eight times. And you're good. It balances out your body. It it shed, it basically um, detoxifies your body. Um, with from a, oh not detoxifies, but like basically flushes out all the salts and all the sugars that you drank all day. Just drink a whole cup of water in the morning before you leave for work. While you are at work, at lunch, at snack, <laughs> when you come home for dinner, when you, <laughs> before after dinner, and before you go to bed. And maybe, again, before you, when you brush your teeth. I don't know. That's eight cups of water. Simple. Me? Now, I'm stupid, okay? You see this big old gallon? This is what I carry around with me all day. This is Betsy. Say, hey, Betsy. Betsy and I walk around all day. And Betsy is on my side and my hip all day. I pour her into my teacup at work. Or... I pour into a cup at home and I'll just drink the water. It goes down so much faster when I do that. But literally eight ounces of water is, I mean, eight cups of water is half of this in one day. Half of this. And that's it. So if you want to drink 100 ounces ounces of water or even a whole gallon of water, you're going to flush out so much stuff. That's what's going to make your whole midsection shrink. And this is for women. I don't know about for men. For men, I feel like it dehydrates their body. And from what I've seen, um, it makes your muscles pop a lot more. Like I see, you know, us women, we like them veins that pop in their shoulders and their arms and stuff. That's what I think it does for the men. Because for the women, it makes your whole midsection look so snatched. But for the men, I think it just shows all their veins because they don't have like that that little pouch we got that hangs over your your areas, you know. So drinking your water helps flush out sugars and salts. Okay. Um, Eating right. Do I have to eat right? (sighs) Yes, you have to eat right in order to gain, to, to lose weight. You have to eat right. There is no getting around eating right when it comes to um, working out and trying to lose weight. There is no getting around that. How do I work out? I don't know. (laughs) Because when I first started going to the gym, I just strictly did cardio. Literally. Um, My favorite machine was the cross ramp in the machine. And it's actually still my favorite machine. When I do cardio, um, it's like the elliptical, but it's like a cross ramp. It goes up and down. As opposed to like back and forth, the elliptical goes back and forth, but this one goes up and down like a stair. It's like a mix between the stair master and a elliptical. Um and I like that one better because you can hold onto the bars. It doesn't have swinging bars. The swinging bars gets on my nerves when it comes to the elliptical. So that's what I like about the cross wrap at the gym. Um but that's one of my favorite machines, and that's how I ri- originally started working out. Um, when I as I progressed, um, I YouTube a lot of things. Um, because I YouTube a lot of things, and then I also got a trainer. Um, uh, my trainer, he's a pretty good guy. Um, not the one, like not my most recent trainer, but um the trainer I got at the time, and I won't name his name, but I literally got him at the time. Um, he was cool peoples, um, a little flirty, but he was cool peoples. Um, and he helped me, but it was not enough for me because I still was not in the right mindset to follow anything he wanted me to do if it was about me like losing weight. That's the thing. So if you're trying to get a trainer to help you work out, here's my tips and advice for that. One, don't waste their time don't waste your time. And when I say don't waste your time, I mean, don't like say I'm ready to do this. And then you really, you really aren't ready to do this. You really aren't. You really are going to get into the first week of working out, the first week of eating right. And then you're like, this shit is hard and I don't want to do it anymore. And if you're going to do that, don't waste your time because you're going to waste a month. That's one week out of four weeks that you have with them. Why waste it? If you're going to them twice a week, Oh, you're gonna be really informed. So when you go to this trainer, you need to have the mindset ready, like, okay, I'm gonna kill this, I'm gonna do this. And I'm spending my money to make a trainer, you know, push me a little bit. Now you're not spending the money to have them push you outside of the training sessions. I hope you guys realize that. You're spending the money to have them push you in the training session and then keep you somewhat accountable throughout the week. A lot of the accountability falls on you. A lot of accountability falls on you making sure that you're eating right, that you have your meals prepped, that you're following what they told you to do. And if you don't do half of that, then you are wasting their time because then you're going to come to the training session and be like, this doesn't work. I've heard that so many times with people who try Herbalife, with people who've gotten certain trainers, and they're not putting in that extra work that you have to put in after you leave the trainer. There's a funny video I just shared on Facebook. about the big old guy. If you follow him on Instagram, his his uh, Instagram name is um, at n d o underscore champ or it's n d o champ, I believe. Um, and he goes and he goes into the Dunkin' Donuts and kicks the donuts out of Buddy's hand. And was like, "What are you doing? What are you doing?" He's like, "I've been following your iron for an hour, and you had to come in here. You couldn't be, you couldn't stay committed for an hour." That's that's the type of commitment. You need to be giving your trainers. If you can't give them that, don't waste your time and get a trainer. You're wasting your money and their time. And they could be putting somebody else in that spot on that slot to help them. Um, and I learned that because I of uh, because when I go get a trainer, if I'm spending about two to four hundred dollars a month on you, I am investing in this and you're gonna whip me into shape and I'm not gonna give you any BS excuses. Remember my quote at the beginning of this whole podcast episode was you can have results or excuses, but not both. And I'm a hundred percent backing on that. You cannot have both results or excuses. I mean yeah or excuses. You can't have both of them. You have to choose which one you're gonna like bat for. So for me it's results. Um when I give an excuse although the excuse may be valid and warranted, I still chuck it up as an excuse. Um, And then I find a way to get back on track. I am my biggest, um, uh, uh, what do you call it? Critic. I critique myself to the T all the time, every day. Um, I did the photo shoot this weekend and I'm like, oh, no, that's a role right there. And the girl was like, girl, stop. I was like, I'm just saying, you see the roles, girl? She was like, whatever. It's not where you used to be. I'm like, okay. She was like, just crop it out. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, okay. But still, you know, you're your own biggest critique. Um, Have the goal and stick to it. Um, Find an accountability partner. That's another thing I would say to people is find somebody who can actually really hold you accountable. If you're going to pay for this trainer, then you're going to go and work out. Find somebody who can hold you accountable all the time, every single time. And not let up on you. I'm um, a really okay accountability accountability partner. But like I be telling people, my time ain't free. Mm-mm. It ain't free. I need food. <laughs> Feed me. Feed me. And you have a great accountability partner. Um, the other thing um, I said about trainers um, is um, find one that will best suit your needs. This is kind of like therapy for... Um, for, you know, therapy sessions. This is your own therapy session. Um, I found my trainer cause I watched him for a long time, transform his own body. I'm like, all right, he knows he got the tools, whatever. Um, and I use his tools for the three months that I, you know, you know, that he trained me and I still use them after I left his session. Um, and I took all of those tools and worked on my body even more uh same thing with um my friends who are trainers i literally take those tools that you know they share with me when i you know when we work out together and i take those and i put them into my own session you have to know what you're using and like apply it accordingly uh what's the last thing i was going to talk about um the eating right part um everybody's body is different for women you're going to hold on to sugar so much more sugar, salts, all that in your midsection, so much more, which makes it hard for you to like, you know, to give up. I um, give up, but like, you know, to, um, what do you call it? To, uh, get rid of on your, in your body. So my biggest thing to telling you for trying to lose that midsection is not think about what workouts you're going to do. It's not about that. Abs are made in the kitchen. Get them vegetables. You need to be having a good amount of bowel movements a day. You need to be drinking a lot of water. And get your food together in order. You cannot have rice and bread with everything that you're eating. It's going to make you gain too much weight. That's the biggest weight gain. Um, I am on a carb cycle diet right now. So I'm carb cycling. Um, In my high carb days, I eat between... Two to 400 grams of carbs, but on my low carb days and no carb days, I be eat between, no, I'm sorry. I think it's 200 to 300 grams of carbs for my high carb days. But for low carb and no carb days, it's between zero to 100. Well, for no carbs, it's zero to 50. And then low carb, it's 100 to 200. Or actually, I think it's 50 to 100, whatever, low carbs. Um, But that's how I currently like you know modify my carbs in the day, and then you guys also read the nutritional um, facts on the box. Um, bananas have carbs in it. Bananas are like one of the worst—not worst. It's a great carb to have, but you have to know that there's carbs in it. It's not just for potassium. It has carbs. It gives you energy. It's a great pre-whatever. And then from there, you know, you can get more advanced and technical um, meal prep um, prep, you know, this and that and, you know, do different cross training, cross, uh, was it cross train Is it cross training? Cross training. I think it's cross training. I've never done it. Um, just because I have really low endurance and I, we need to take breaks all the time. Okay. So just know, I take a lot of breaks in my workout, but those breaks are like limited like to 30 to 45 seconds. And then I'm back into like my workout as much as I can. If my, body's injuring me, then I take a longer break. But if it's not, then I'm going to, you know, get through that and power through that workout. Today's workout, the active calories were 1888, but the full calories were like 2000 something. Um, it was like 2,500. And that means there's a difference between me being active and me being inactive. So those inactive calories was when my, um, uh, heart rate dropped below the 130. Um, I think it's hundred um beats a minute or whatever it was if that was the, if that's what it was then i, I think it dropped below like a hundred but gotta be you know active um if you have any questions about fitness i don't mind adding answering them i even have a group on facebook for women um it's called body goals b-a-w d- y g-o a l s and then i have the little you know uh what you call it the little arm to you know the little arm Uh, what you call it? The bicep curl. So if you ever want to join that, we support each other in that group. We make sure that we're, um, helping each other get to their goals. Um, I haven't been as active in there lately because I have been on my goals. Um, and I want to see more of the ladies get more active in the group. Um, but that is literally the how to guide on how to get healthy and how to like get your fitness goals on a whole nother level. You can follow me on all social media at Steffi Breezy on Instagram and Facebook. That's S-T-E-P-H-I-E-B-R-E-E-Z-Y. The podcast page on Instagram at Conversations with Breezy. You can also email any questions that can be shared via our live episodes at conversationswithbreezy at gmail.com. Thank you for listening and chat with you soon.